Hello, everyone, and welcome to another What's Up St. Charles podcast episode. I'm Nate. And I'm Nick. And we got another episode here that's going to be fantastic, as we're going to be talking with Hal Honeyman, who is the owner of the Bike Rack here in St. Charles. So, Hal, thanks for coming on. It's glad to have you here and glad to see you. Hey, glad to be here. Absolutely. So, well, we're excited to learn more about the business. You know, you guys have been here for a long time, and, you know, we're excited to share that history. But can we learn a little bit about you first? You know, tell us a little bit about yourself things you like to do in the area, how long you've been here for, things like that. Well, I've pretty much been a St. Charles resident all my life, except a, a 10-year stint. Uh, we were in Gene- my wife and I were in Geneva. Okay. And then we had triplets. Oh, you said the G word. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, my wife and I had triplets in uh, 1993. Okay. And then uh, we moved back to St. Charles and found a bigger house, and we've been here ever since. Absolutely. And so, you know, what are some of the favorite things that you guys have done here since you've been such a long-time resident here? So... Well, we love the bike trails. We're, we're, our whole family are, are all cyclists, so we like to get out and makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and really get out and ride and take advantage of either either walking um, on the trails. I live about ten blocks from the river, so we'll walk down you yeah. know, to the river, get some coffee, go for a walk, feed the ducks, whatever, and um, you know just take advantage of what St. Charles has to offer. Yeah, yes. staying active. You know, love that you're, you're using the river because it's such an awesome amenity that we have yes. here in the the Tri City area, not mm-hmm. just St. Charles. So. You know, what kind of brought you into the world of cycling and bikes and such like that? I think I was about 14 years old. Okay. My neighbor came over with an advertisement for the Swedish Days bike ride that started down um, near the original Blue Goose. Yeah. And um, so I rode, I think, um, 60 miles. 60? Like 60? Okay. A one-speed Swin Typhoon, just an old middleweight bike. <laughs> and uh, I got hooked. I, I, just, I started doing rides with the bike club and then... It just progressed, and uh, my wife and I actually met in our bike store. Um, Julie came in to get a bike for a trip to Europe. Okay. And she did that after she finished college. There was her goal was to do this bike trip and and, and spend a couple months riding all over Europe. So I sold her bike. Nice. Wow. And then you eventually, you know, won her heart as well. So well, I, I said, do you want to go riding some hot, sometime? And I neglected to tell her my name, and I actually um, um it's pretty funny because she called um, about a week later and said, who's the tall, skinny redhead? <laughs> I want to talk to him. That's funny. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, um, you know, so 60, so like, is that the longest ride they've been on or what's like the longest ride that you've ever been on? The longest ride was a 100-mile ride where I got lost and I rode 113 miles. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so how did you feel the next day yeah. after after that one? Um, this, the seat was a little sore. <laughs> Everything else was fine. Yeah. Would you have ever done that like a hundred miles again, or was that like I want to just do a hundred and call it a day? And like I did it a few times many okay. years ago, but now our typical ride is usually twenty to thirty miles. Gotcha. Okay, for sure. So, gotta ask, what is your preferred bike to ride, or I guess what is your go-to bike that you use to ride? Well, right now I'm riding a Trek Domani Plus, which is an electric assist. So it has, okay. actually has a motor built in the pedal, and you can dial in how much help you want, a little or a lot. Okay. So and, like, uh, so it, it's like a little motor that kind of like pushes the bike along, or is it like how is? Because I'm always yeah. interested how that stuff works. Like, how is an electric? It's the, an electric bike, right? Right. Or, okay. How's that so work? So it senses when you're pedaling, and you just choose the power level you want. Do you want like a, a little? There's actually four levels. Okay. And the eco is about a, maybe a thirty percent assist. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you, you move up the ladder to a turbo, where you can go cruising right along with little effort. Okay. So, so I, like you could put like just like a little bit of pedaling and then it'll just kind of like it's like almost like a yeah. like a car it, a little bit. It like, like somebody kind of pushing you along, giving you a little bit of a boost. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and the ones that, that we use, you have to be pedaling. So okay. um, technically they're considered a 
a non-motorized vehicle. Once you add a throttle, it gets a little yeah tricky. Sure, but, um, sure. All of ours are just a little bit of help. Okay, gotcha. So are there any paths in the area that you prefer, to, that you love to ride on? Well, I, I mean, the river, river path certainly is our go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think during COVID, we started to ride a lot more as mm-hmm. did the whole world. Sure. So as we go, we, we would go south a lot of times, which is okay. one of the most scenic areas, mm-hmm. and that got pretty crowded. So we tend now to go more north. Okay. You know, we'll go up to Elgin and then cur- cut over to Randall Road and come back through Leroy mm-hmm. Oaks. Okay. Any trails, you know, outside of the area that stand out to you, like really cool national trails that you've been on? or? Well, one of the first ones, actually, the Illinois Prairie Path is one of the first ones, but there's the Elroy Sparta Trail. Okay. And okay. for a lot of years, we'd go up, up there and um, go up there and ride and camp. And that was one of the first um, rail trails that was pretty popular. And um, But we explored trails all over. Um, last last summer, my wife and I drove down to Florida, mm-hmm. and we explored a couple trails on the way once we got into warmer weather in January. Okay. <clears throat> in uh, Georgia and, and Dunedin, a couple spots. Yeah. And then we mm-hmm. actually rode our bikes from Key Largo to Key West and back. Okay. And uh, so we like going different places, exploring mm-hmm. different trails. and. You know, we're fortunate because here in St. Charles, we have some of the nicest trails anywhere. Uh, we've yes. ridden all over the world, and, and these are some of the most um, good, nice nice mm-hmm. places to be. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so when you first opened up the bike, uh, you know, the bike rack, did you ever think it would be here for, you know, 20-plus years and be such a staple in the community? Um, no, we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I worked at the shop, and I was going to school to be an architect. Okay. And... Uh, I shortly realized I was way behind on math, and I realized mm-hmm. I couldn't sit at a desk all day. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, yeah. I had an opportunity. The shop came up for sale. The, per, the person who started it mm-hmm. needed to get out, and um, mm-hmm. I talked with my family, my mom, my dad, and we all said, you know what, let's give this a try. Yeah. And uh, we had no business plan, no idea what we were doing. It was 900 square feet in the Valley Shopping Center where the police station is now. Okay. And now we've got close to 10,000 square feet of space. Wow. And, That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Still, we do a lot of different things. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, when did yeah. you guys switch locations then? Like, so you went from the where the the current police station is now, and then you went over to your no now location. When did you guys make that? It was switch? like 1976. Okay. And we actually there were three locations we were looking at. Um, both were two of them were in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one was an old Topps grocery store by the St. Pat's, which is now a bank building. There was there was another one closer to where we were in the Valley Shopping Center. And those were our preferred ones. We couldn't get those locations for various reasons. And we found something way out in the middle of nowhere. And it was a pole barn out on Campton okay. Hills Road. And we're thinking, we, if we move out here, nobody's even know we're, we're here. They're not going to find mm-hmm. us. Well, that was wrong because we, you know, <laughs> people could see us. And back then, that's all we were the only thing out there. It was just a big yeah. cornfield and a building. And we've been there ever since. Awesome. And we'll be right back after this short break. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Break Between the Podcast. It's Nate bringing you all the information about St. Charles and your very best friend. So thank you again for listening to our episode here. We hope you have enjoyed getting to learn about another one of our phenomenal St. Charles businesses. We have some information about some upcoming St. Charles events and other information on St. Charles. So hope you can stick around. Let's dive right into it. First up that we want to talk about is the St. Charles Restaurant Week, which will be coming up that last weekend in February, February 20th through the 24th. 
you want to come out and try a new St. Charles restaurant or maybe patronize one of your favorite ones, it's an awesome opportunity to get out there and support our St. Charles businesses. So again, February 20th through the 24th, that whole week, if you want to find information on Restaurant Week, you can visit our website, www.stcalliance.org. Go in the events tab and restaurant week is right there for you. So we hope you get a chance to come out and support our St. Charles businesses. So the last item is a little bit of a preview because we talked about it later in the show. But if you are interested, come check out the Chicago Winter Bike Swap, which will be on February 12th from 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. It'll be a phenomenal event. Hal will talk amazingly about it and all the fun things that are going to happen at the event. Um, It's a really great community event, great time. So come check it out if you're looking to get a new bike or find some great bike deals or bike uh, accessory deals. We will also have a booth at the show, so if you want to come check us out, we will be having some St. Charles information. We'll also have a giveaway. If you come download our app at the show, you can win a $20 Alter Brewing gift card, so don't miss out on that opportunity. So we hope you can come, come stop by our booth and say hi to us at the show. That will wrap up our break between the podcast here, so we hope you enjoyed listening. We'll get right back into the action so we can learn more about what's up, St. Charles. Um, you know, before we get to talking about the business, we have a silly question for you as we like to kind of, you know, mix it up a little bit. So you ready for the silly question? Give it a shot. <laughs> All right. So, you know, what is your dream bike at like the, the model and if you could decal it in any color or if you want like hot rod flames or something on it, what would it look like? Uh, I've got about eight. <laughs> I've got about eight bikes, but okay. again, the Demonte Plus electric assist bike I'm riding. Um, I really like that a lot. Uh, it's, it comes in a matte black, kind of like a stealth jet. Um, okay. I wouldn't mind having one of those custom painted in bright red. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> at the time, they didn't offer custom paint, but now you can actually order it with uh, with your your name on it, stuff like that. So okay. that's probably what I would do, something in bright red. All right. Um, but no hot rod flames, though? <laughs> uh, maybe maybe subtle, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe some black <laughs> flames built in. It's, it's just, I like I like subtle colors and uh, okay. some really good dark reds they've got that are really nice. So, so. For sure. All right. Well, awesome. Well, let's start talking about the business. So, Nick, all yours. Yes, to dive into some details about the bike rack. So, can you just tell us, you know, your location, your hours that you're open, those kind of details? Sure. We're located at 2930 Campton Hills Road, and um, we're open 10 till 6 every day during the week, Mm -hmm. Saturday 9 to 5, then Sundays 11 to 3 in the summer and through the holidays. We're going to, after the first year, we'll, we'll, we'll take off Sundays. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And then, obviously, besides just bikes, what else can, you know, customers find there at the bike shop? Um, yeah, we're not your average bike shop. Um, we have part of the store called Creative Mobility, where mm-hmm. we sell adaptive equipment. And if, if a rider has any type of physical limitation, something that would prevent them from riding a traditional bike, we have solutions. There's, some of yeah. them are mm-hmm. um, trikes of various types, recumbent and upright. Um, some things we made are, we have our production, where they're maybe we just buy something in order a certain way um, make some tweaks and tunes some things we have are completely custom from the ground up okay but our whole premise is you know everybody rides so no matter what your situation is we're going to try to give you a solution to be able to go out and ride oh, that's Absolutely. fantastic yeah, yeah. And can people like get repairs there too like if someone like has an issue with their bike where like you know the chain's breaking or something they can come to you guys oh yeah we have a full, full service shop that Perfect. we do um, put a real high value on putting out really high quality work and when someone 
gets their bike back, it's going to be adjusted correctly and set up correctly. Yeah. Um, we also spend a lot of time on fit. So we have some pretty advanced fit systems using cameras and things like motion capture, pressure mapping, okay. things you're not going to find anywhere around. And we've got some really good people that know what they're doing. So people will come into us. Uh, many times they're referred by a therapist or someone. They've got some, you know, orthopedic problems going on, and they'll come in for a bike fit. Yeah. And we'll spend two or three or four hours with them, and they'll leave in a much more comfortable position and able to ride injury-free and that's continue awesome. doing what they yeah, love. That's really great. Yeah, Give, gives everyone the, the opportunity to enjoy enjoy the trails, enjoy biking. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what else would you say you know separates the bike rack from you know just your typical bike shop? Um, well, I think you know certainly the adaptive stuff. We've mm -hmm. done adaptive things all sure. over the country. Um, you know, we formed a nonprofit called Project Mobility. You know, we do two major events a year here in St. Charles. Been, the community has been tremendously supportive. Of, of the events we've done. Uh, the goal for that is to help put on bike programs for kids and injured vets, mm -hmm. also to give away bikes to people who don't have the resources. So yeah. um, the last year, I think we gave away a total of about 11 bikes so far. That's awesome. Great. And, and some are pretty expensive. So, But by doing the special events that we've done, we've been able to raise money. Right. And then we mm -hmm. also work with other charities to try to get get kids on bikes or adults or, mm -hmm. or vets. So. Um, that's probably the most unique thing that we do. Mm -hmm. um, fit is certainly the other big, right. big mm -hmm. strong point in the service we do. Sure. Um, also, we have the Bike Rack Performance Center, which uh, because of COVID, we had to shut it down um, just for the safety of our employees and for, okay. for our customers as well. So we had machines called CompuTrainers where you'd ride indoors and we have coach classes and mm -hmm. it's uh, all power-based workouts um, and you know, we, we just rebuilt it completely, um, went to a new type of trainer called the Wahoo Fitness Trainer. We're using wireless technology. Uh, each rider has an individual TV, and we're starting that up right after the first of the year. Cool. Huh. That'll be awesome. That's well, that'll be great to have that back and have that service offered. So Yeah, we are we had a real hard time struggling with, you know, when was the appropriate time to yeah, do it, have sure. it be safe for the riders. Sure, for but, sure. But um, we're going to be up and running real soon here. Perfect. So, you know... Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, we talked about some of the Project Mobility events. Can you also talk about, you know, a major event that you guys helped put on, which is the Chicagoland Bike Swap? You know, tell us a little bit about what that is and, you know, what people can expect if they go and attend that. Sure, absolutely. So um, there was a, an event called Chicago Winter Bike Swap that our shop participated in at Harper College in Palatine. Okay. And we would just clean out the attic and find all the old bikes and, you know, consumer could come and shop for deals and, you know, find the little, you know, needle in a haystack sort of thing. Yeah. And shops came from all over the Midwest and we were a participant. And about three years ago now, uh, the, the uh, person that ran it um, decided he was done with it. And I, I said, well, you want some help with it? We'll help you make it happen. And, and he's like, well, no, but we'll, you, you can just buy it if you want. <laughs> so my wife and my okay. my, my son and I, we, we all said, you know what, why don't we have nothing going on. <laughs> what were we thinking? But no, we, we ended up taking over the event. We did it at Harper College um, the first year we took it over. And then um, they had major construction there, and we realized it probably wouldn't be a possible venue. So we planned for Kane County Fairgrounds the first year of COVID. Yeah. And uh, that got shut down um, yeah. at the Fairgrounds Prairie Events Center. And so we pulled it off last year. Uh, we had probably close to 2,500 people come through. Okay. And we had vendors. I think I had 70 vendors came from all over the Midwest. Awesome. And so this year we're doing it again, February 12th, at, right. at the fairgrounds. Uh, we're going to have a lot of cool things going on. 
Um, we have a Trek bike company as a title sponsor. So we're going to have a big indoor test ride track for Trek e-bikes. Okay. And then we have lots of vendors. Um, we also are going to have a lot of clubs and advocacy groups and things to promote cycling. And people can come and plan their season. Yeah. So not only can you find a great deal on a, a used bike or some parts and pieces or a new bike, you can also plan out your season and decide, hey, where, where am I going to ride that bike? What am I going to do with it? Right. No, that's perfect, especially since we're going to be in the New Year time. Might be a good New Year's goal to you know be like, I'm going to ride you know, in these various states or hit these various trails. Yeah. So absolutely, it's that's a perfect it. time yeah. to hit it. So. That was our goal of trying to add all the clubs and the advocacy. And it, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good combination. We'll also plant plenty of food. Um, we have a couple different food trucks there. And then DG will be there with um, uh, awesome. some locally brewed beer. Mm-hmm. And we'll have lots of snacks and fun stuff. And we'll have um, Jake Max is going to actually play guitar out in the main hall. Perfect. Oh, very cool. So just a lot of things going on. Yeah, yeah. no, that would be awesome. So is there any, like, you know, do people need to pay an admission fee? Or is there any way they need to reserve their spot or anything? It's or? just 5 bucks at the door. Okay. Um, you can get more details at ChicagoWinterBikeSwap.com. And uh, times and dates. I think the, the opening, I think, is around 930. And we're, we're done at 2 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, because it's uh, Super Bowl Sunday, if I remember oh, right, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So get in, get out, get back home for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, yeah, the first year we scheduled it, um, it was like the week before. Yeah. But then they added another game or something. and I remember, uh, okay. um, Whatever pushed us into the next date, and then, then that was a, really the date that was available. So yeah. um, it didn't seem to affect most cyclists. Um, we had a really good turnout last year, and we're expecting a lot more this year. Good. That's great. Well, yeah, we'll hope that we can get some more people out there. Mm-hmm. Anyone listening, make sure to go attend that event because it would be a lot of fun. So any other upcoming events or promotions that you like to, to throw out there here on the podcast? Um, well, we're starting planning for Project Mobility. Um, okay. You know, we, we do the Everybody Rides event, which is an adaptive, inclusive ride. So we get p- local cyclists come out and ride and help raise money to get kids kids bikes at the event. Yeah. But then also a lot of the people who have gotten bikes from us in the past um, – People on hand cycles, recumbent trikes, different things that have some physical limitations. They're going to come out and they're going to join in with us and ride. Okay. And we'll actually present bikes at the event. So that's um, that's scheduled for early in June. And then we're also working on our, our 5K uh, Beer Run Beer Festival. And that's going to be in October. Okay. So those that, um, two the, big events. Uh, what event is that? The uh, hop, Is that Hops, Hops for, for Hope? Hope. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we had our biggest turnout ever last year. Yeah, that was it phenomenal. Was I ran that event, and it was it was a blast. <laughs> it was a really good event. So we're actually working on that stuff now. You know, it takes a lot of planning. We start yes, over a year yes. in advance to try to lay the groundwork and get everything set up. And uh, the city has been tremendous with, with, with providing support for that and allowing us to really do the things we want to be able to make a difference. Yeah, I mean, and to also give kudos to you, I mean, it's tremendous the amount of work that you guys put in. As you said, you know, you guys are playing it this far ahead you know it's it's so awesome to have that here in the community it's a really testament to you know the amazing people that we have like you here that really drive this community forward and put on these amazing like events that are do such great work so it's fun stuff my sister knows to you how (laughs) thank you my sister and her daughter do uh the the two big special events they do a lot of the the leg work which there's a lot of Um, yeah i'm more on the actual bike fitting side and 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 the mechanics are going out and uh, we, we did close to 70 events this year. We drove um, all That's over the Midwest, awesome. you know, a trailer full of bikes, either to a VA hospital or a, a children's hospital. Yeah. Um, so I, that's my end of it. They do the event side, <laughs> and uh, we keep pretty busy. Yes, absolutely. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find more information about the bike rack? You use website, social media? Sure. You want to the bike rack on Facebook, mm-hmm. or we can. you can just go to uh, – 
um, thebikerack.com mm -hmm. or on the Project Mobility site, projectmobility.org or chicagowinterbikeswap.com. Um, you can find us, uh, all three entities, on Facebook or, or on the web. And lots of good information out there. All right. Awesome. Well, fantastic job, Hal. Thank, thank you, you for coming yes, in. You did you. an awesome job with all the questions. So before we wrap up, anything that you'd like to say to the St. Charles community? I, I have to say, anybody that lives here is pretty lucky to have such great resources and take advantage of them. Get out of your house, get out and do stuff. There's so many nice places and, you know, you get to meet people, see people and uh, get out, get outside. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, That'll wrap up our uh, What's Up St. Charles podcast episode here. Thank you again, Hal, for coming yes, thank in. You. It's been a wonder to talk to you. Thank and you. we can't wait to see this bike rack continues to grow here in St. Charles and all the amazing events that you guys put on here. Thank you. So I'll be attending the Chicagoland Bike Swap if anyone wants to come out and see me at that event. So stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you all next time.